My next guest is a teacher, mentor, and healer. She helps people who are willing to show up and who deeply desires to live an authentic, creative, fulfilled life. Please welcome Alara Sage. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Alara. Hello. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Awesome. So take us home and like share with us who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do. So I am a healer, mentor, teacher, and I really work with people Mm one-on-one and in groups to unlock their unique brilliance really bring about their genius to the world and connect them to that. Something I'm extremely passionate about because I had such a rough journey figuring that out for myself. And it's something that, I mean, it's just such a brilliant life to be able to help people in this manner and make such a difference in other people's lives. But just as I mentioned, like really make people's lives easier and mm-hmm. quicker for their own realization and their transformation. I'm a I'm a big proponent of going deep and transforming and I mm-hmm. love transformation. I love expansion. I'm I'm a catalyst for sure. And I just <laughs> love playing in the realm of energy, consciousness, uh, mm-hmm. the emotions and the mind. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I can tell you're really passionate about it too. So what's your story? Like, how did you get into this type of work? Yeah, I mean, I've been kind of doing this my entire life. I, you know, when I was a little kid, I could, well, I thought I could move things with my mind. And I loved candy. I would have these dreams where I would have a candy bar in my dream. And in my, and I would just think, okay, I'm just going to bring this through my dream into my reality. Mm. And it was like this pure knowing, like I can, I can totally do this. And of course it wouldn't work because we're just not in that playground yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course I lost it all, you know, and I've had a very, beautiful journey of following my heart throughout my life. For some reason, I've had the natural innate gift of understanding what that is to some degree and Mm -hmm. having the courage to do it. Um, But really what really brought me into this specific work was, you know, I was married to a very analytical man who Mm -hmm. I love and I still love very much today. We have two children Mm -hmm. But I was really losing myself in the relationship. 
Mm-hmm. And at first I didn't know what was happening. I started getting really, really sick and um, a lot of physical ailments and things were arising and I, and I felt really lost and like I didn't have a purpose. And, and I just kind of kept, I'm a very positive person. I've always, you know, I'm a cup you know, overfloweth kind of (laughs) mentality. So I was like, no, I got this. Like I can do this, you know, and I just kept really pursuing like what's really going on here. And I realized that I wasn't really being who I really wanted to be, even though I had no idea who that was. I then got the intuitive hit that my husband wouldn't be able to join me on that journey of self-realization. And honestly, right now it makes me want to cry because we had a really beautiful relationship. And from the outside, people would say that it was perfect. So it took me a lot of courage. That's been, I've, I've done a lot of major pivotal points in my life. That was the one that was the hardest because I really left a tremendous amount of security, support, mm-hmm. love, um, stability, knowingness, you know, just family, family, <laughs> you know, and yeah. all of the beliefs we have about family, etc. And I, and I did it because I, my, the intuition was so strong. I knew it. I mm-hmm. knew I had to do it. And mm-hmm. I left a, at the time I was just doing animal communication, mm, wow. which um, had really just come to me through some of my other work that I was doing with horses. Yeah. It had all just started transpiring in my life through my own higher self and my own, you know, awakening process. Um, but I didn't really have a successful business yet. So I had to leave and stand in my own. Mm. And, you know, my mind kept telling me, like, you need to go get a job. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> And my intuition was like, no. (laughs) And I was really like, wow, okay, this is a real, you know, this is a dichotomy. But I I followed my intuition because I knew it was right. And I just poured into myself. Mm. And the question was, who am I? What do I want to do? What lights me up? What do I want to bring into this world? Like, I just really went inward and I found incredible abilities that I had in myself that I had absolutely no idea that I had. So what would you say to someone who's like in the same type of situation in their relationships and they're going through this awakening and they're not sure what to do or where to turn and they're at that crossroad? Like, what would you tell them? We all ultimately know what our heart desires. It just scares us. Oftentimes people come to me and they say, I don't know what I desire. And as soon as I, I kind of smile and like, yes, you do. <laughs> and, you know, start the conversation with them and they're like, well, yeah, I do know, but it's just really scary. Mm. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I can, again, completely relate to how scary it really is. And sometimes we're really looking at the end result, like, oh, I have to like leave my marriage. And I'm not saying everybody should leave their marriage in no way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that? That's not for everybody. But uh, in my particular circumstance, you know, 
Like I have to leave my marriage. I have to like sort myself, like all of the things I have to do that I had, I had two young children. And like, if you think about the big picture, it's just too much. Yeah. So it's like, what is right in front of me that I can take action on that says to myself, I'm important to me. I am, I am in wanting to know who I am. I want to love myself deeper. And those little actions lead to the big picture. This is so good and so deep. And I love when these conversations go so deep because I truly feel like people can get more value and more nuggets out of them. So thank you so mm. much for sharing all of that. And I follow you on Instagram and I saw mm. one of your quotes that you shared about, you know, if you cannot express how you feel without the other person taking it personally, is there really communication? So I want to like go deeper into that thought as well and truly talk about what does that represent and how can we express ourselves and, and open that floor for deeper conversations? Oh my gosh. I love that. You know, it's so dear to me because I used to be the kind of person who would take everything personal. Mm, if somebody, if my yeah. partner would say something to me like, hey, I feel this, I'd be like, no, I'm not. Or no, that's, you know, I'd immediately <laughs> go to like protection mode and like feel like I needed to defend myself. Yeah. And it was something I wasn't even aware I was doing. And so after my divorce, I got into this relationship where we were both really conscious and we noticed this in ourselves, how when the other person just was simply trying to express how they felt, we either felt like we needed to protect ourselves and defend ourselves, or we needed to like give some sort of solution. And so we just made this pact, like, we're not going to do this. Like, how do we just hold space for each other? And we created this like, this like phrase so that it would, it we could say the phrase and the other person would immediately go, oh, yes, this is my signal to just listen and be fully present with what they're saying. And we said something along the lines of like, this may not be valid, but I just need to express. And so we would start with that phrase. And then the, again, the other person would be like, OK, I hear you. I'm ready. And then we would just really like feel like we could talk and just say, I feel this and this is what I'm experiencing. And the other person would just receive. And it was such a valuable process for wow. me. First off, in the expression, right? And to feel like, wow, I can open up because my mother was the type that was like the same. That's where I learned that from. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you feel like you have to be really guarded with your words and you have to say it in a way that they, that they don't take it personal. And so it just like opened the floodgates to, I just get to say what I feel. And then, of course, as the receiver, like, oh, like, it doesn't have to be about me. <laughs> yeah. And it really helped, like I said, on both sides, the, the expression and the receiving quite substantially. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's so like, we're doing it like subconsciously, like we're not even aware that we're doing it. But yeah, I'm so glad that you shared that because it truly opens your eyes to like, no, there's a better way to communicate and there's a better way to just be able to listen to one another. Um, so yeah, I love that so much. And, and how would you say 
this could apply to women in business and women entrepreneurs who have these relationships with their clients? Like, how does this apply to that type of situation? Mm, wow, that's a really beautiful question. <laughs> Immediately, I feel the one thing that we don't always do is just take a moment to be present, right? Which again, which that initial like catchphrase was the thing that like triggered us both into just breathe and be here now. And I feel like both when you're going to express yourself, maybe particularly in a difficult situation, if it is with a client or something, or if you're trying to listen to a client that maybe is expressing something particularly difficult to hear, breathing into our solar plexus, right? That's where our vagus nerve is. And, and that's our relax, rest and digest system. So when we breathe into our solar plexus, we breathe into our diaphragm, it's called belly breathing, right? We offer ourselves a level of relaxation and deeper connection. So just by like taking a couple of breaths and then just, okay, I am here now, we are really available to a vast amount of information, emotions, you know, feelings, sensations, psychic energy, even people who don't believe that they're psychic, we're all psychic. So when we allow ourselves just that moment of like, okay, breathe, be here now, listen, receive, and or express, then it just connects us. I love that. And you said we're all psychic. So how do we tap more into those abilities that we have? Yes. This has been, again, you know, my journey because <laughs> I lost it so, so much. You know, again, I don't think I've ever completely lost it, but I can't say yeah. that I've been psychic my whole life. Uh, I definitely lost it and had to come back to it. And, you know, I threw, I like to throw myself into like the burner because it, it just, it's just like, you have to grow, you know, there's no way around it. And so I, as soon as I started tapping into my psychic abilities, I just opened an animal communication business. And the reason I bring this up is because when we put ourselves into circumstances where we are really like, okay, what is the information here? Right. Mm -hmm. And then we are creating that space for ourselves and validating it. Really, the validation is the key to increasing your psychic ability. Mm. So first off, asking the question, right? What is, you know, what is the deeper information here? Was the subtler information? Really, again, just breathing, opening up, connecting to the moment that yeah. will connect you to the subtler energy fields. And then when you receive information, we always are going to self-doubt. That's mm. just human nature. Mm -hmm. And so the key is to be able to receive the information and kind of play with it as far as if, if you can reach out, like if you're speaking with somebody and be like, oh, I kind of sense or maybe is this, I kind of get this feeling, you know, and you say what you're receiving, but you know, like, oh, I'm just sensing or feeling this, you know, do, does, what is that? mean to you? Or does that mean anything to you? Or, yeah. or, you know, and like, feel it out. Because when somebody goes, Oh, wow, yeah, that validation, not from them, because it's really not the validation from them, but in yourself of like, ah, see, that was correct. That was mm. accurate. Every time we validate ourselves, whether it's in our intuition, you know, in our 
in our psychic abilities, anything like that, we are creating a deeper conversation. We're opening the door with ourselves. We're basically creating deeper mm, self-trust. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I, I feel like this is something so big that like having that trust in yourself and your abilities and your gifts and your intuition and all of that is so important, especially when we're in business and we're showing up online and we're selling our offers. And this is something I always go back to with my clients. It's the trusting piece, because when you do trust yourself, everything is so much more easier. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I love that you said yes. that. That's so powerful. Yes. And, and I, you know, most of my clients say that that's like their first thing is that they don't fully, I mean, who does, who can just say without any practice, oh, I totally trust myself <laughs> and my intuition, you know, no, right. We all have to work through this, but, yeah. but yes, just as you said, in everything, it makes you more clear in your decisions and your choices. Mm -hmm. It gives you more conviction and therefore more direct intentional mm -hmm. action. I mean, it's just, it's, in my opinion, it's one of the foundations of mm -hmm. really being able to powerfully be you. I also say a lot that, you know, building that trust muscle, it has a lot to do with taking messy, imperfect action, mm -hmm. right? Because the more we mm -hmm. do something, the more we can build that trust in ourselves. So what's the biggest thing that you see happening with the women you work with, uh, with women entrepreneurs, um, like when they are starting something new or selling a new offer for the first time, like how do you help them through that process? Mm, I love your messy imperfections. That's really, that's, yeah. I love that a lot. Yeah. Again, it, for me, when I work with women and it, it's really about like recognizing that self doubt, right. And recognizing mm. this is what my intuition is telling me. This is what I feel that I need to be doing. And then of course the self doubt is going to come in, especially if you're expanding, meaning yeah, you're stepping into new territory. There's going to be doubt. So then for me, it's really about assisting them and seeing, okay, that's doubt. And that's just there as a reflection for you to say, mm -hmm. okay, this is just me doubting, but what do I really feel about this moment? What do I really feel about this, this program or this course that I'm launching or whatever it is that you're, you're doing? How do I really feel about it? I feel really good. I feel like it's right. All right. Then, you know, validate that. And then you take a couple of steps and then the doubt comes in again. I'm like, all right, perfect. There's that <laughs> reflection again. Right. And yeah. even if there isn't certainty, right? Because sometimes we don't have that certainty. So it's like, well, I think this is way or I, I'm pretty sure, you know, then doubt always, it, it, what it does is it offers us the opportunity to feel in and, and to inquire, to ask questions. Mm. I'm a big proponent of constantly saying, I don't know, is this what I should be doing right now? But from a space of like <laughs> curiosity and fun, right? Not like, not like yeah. an analytical, like I need to have the answer. It's like, huh, I don't know. Like the amount of times I ask if my business is still what I should be doing, it's like every couple of months <laughs> with like the whole potential, like, sure, I'll throw it out the window. Is that what I should do? No. Okay, good. So cruise it on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have those days. That's for sure. <laughs> but it's in those moments, if you are able to play with inquiry and doubt, 
in that mm-hmm. way of playfulness, like, huh, how intriguing there's doubt here. Like, is this really, and just not even needing an answer in that moment, right? Because that can really contract the information. So just throwing the question out there, going and doing something fun, like taking your mind off of it, doing something you enjoy, doing something that you li- lights you up and you'll get the clarity. But that doubt offers yeah. you that. It's what it's there for. Yes. Ah, oh, this is so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> so I ask this to everyone who comes on the show, and I'm curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Uh, I love that question. And I've had it a couple of times recently. And it's been mm-hmm. something I've had to learn because I've been a leader my whole life, but I would say that I've not always been a powerful leader. Mm. And what comes, what I've learned about it, it has nothing to do with me. It has everything Mm -hmm. to do with those that I am quote unquote leading. And the more that I can make it about them, the more that I really help them to blossom and to grow. That's so, so powerful. It's so true. Like sometimes we forget why we're even doing all of this and we make it all about ourselves when in reality, it's all about the people we help, right? So I truly love that. So do you have, you know, any last piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience? I just really want everybody to really realize their uniqueness. You know, we hear this all the time, but it's so it's so close to my heart because i i've always been the oddball i've never really fit in and yet it still took me my entire life to really connect to who i truly was mm. and all of those parts about ourselves that we feel makes us odd or makes us weird or makes us unusual or makes us out of the <laughs> box is our genius yeah. It is the uniqueness of us, hence why it doesn't fit into a box, hence why it's yeah. not like anybody else. <laughs> yeah. It's that uniqueness. And as people tap into that, there is this absolute like genius. You know, we think of genius as like these big people that are very intellectual, but genius has nothing to do with intellect. It has everything to do with intelligence, which is universal. Mm. And we each have a beautiful blueprint of intelligence. And if we just allow ourselves, our oddballness, our weirdness, all the parts of ourselves that we feel don't fit in, then we can really bring forth that genius. And that's what the world is waiting for. Yes, I love this. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That was so, so good. Um, and I know people will want to connect with you online. So where can they go to like message you, follow you and hear more about your offers? Yeah, definitely on Instagram. As you said, Alara Sage is my handle and website is alarasage.com. And also I have a lot of content on YouTube so they can also just Google or um, search YouTube Alara Sage. And I have a lot of free content on there. I'm always putting content up. So I would love to connect Amazing. with people. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Alara, for being here, for sharing your amazing gifts with us. I appreciate you so much. Mm, thank you, Anna. This has been such a delight to speak with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. 
If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message. Leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you. And I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy. Say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.